Yo, this is Leo. You're now listening to Unaccepted Podcast. Welcome to the Unaccepted Podcast, the podcast for car enthusiasts and anime fans. I'm your host, Tony. And I'm Annie. And we are back to having some elbow room in the studio today, Manny. <laughs> what is elbow room? You know, it's what we have right now. It's we're, it's nice and empty. It's back to just us, our regular programming again. Yeah, but it's always nice having company still. It is. It is. It is. We're, de- we're definitely going to have to have Alex and Alex. And you know what? Just for the fuck of it, let's add another Alex. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> If we didn't confuse everybody on last episode, we'll make sure to do it next time. Hey. <laughs> but anyways, Manny, how was your weekend, bud? Uh, was mostly dying most of the weekend. But other than that, I mean, just Forza the whole weekend. That's right. We'll get into that a little bit later in the episode, but yeah, that's right. And... Yeah, that's pretty much it. Just family. We had some family over for like birthdays and everything. And then took a took the Mustang out to Ortega Highway for some cruises and stuff with some friends and that's about it. That's always nice. Nice scenic routes. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. I finished up my adult stuff. <laughs> adult stuff. I mentioned it a while back. I was kind of working on refinancing my house. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Ain't in the ass. I fucking hate doing it, but like I lowered my mortgage payment by like 300 bucks. So that's dope. That's dope. Yeah. Yeah. I was pumped about that, but uh, I just hated dealing with it, man. (laughs) But, you know, every little budget down is that much more for racing. So definitely, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) That's more stickers. There you go, Manny. More stickers. (laughs) I mean, that is racy. It's horsepower, bro. I guess you can say that. <laughs> These yeah. are secrets. These are secrets. Yes. But yeah, that's out of the way finally. Fucking done. <laughs> I don't have to deal with it no more. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. Other than that, um, dude, I was actually really busy with like dog stuff. <laughs> yeah, you did mention something about that earlier. Yeah, yeah. So um, you know, I I always do my training, my regular nights. I try to do two days a week or so. But uh, the guy that I go to up uh, up at the high desert, mm-hmm. he finally changed his hours. So instead of doing night times, he's kind of doing middays now. So, which is kind of nice because at least, you know, I'm not driving, you know, at, at night, late at night from down the hill, you know. Or but from are, do you get hill. traffic, though, for going up there? You know, a little bit. Okay. A little bit. And that's kind of what sucked is that I didn't, I got a little bit of traffic going up and then coming down, I got a shit ton of traffic. Yep. So I was kind of like, fuck, at night I didn't have any. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I don't know, dude. Like, uh, I'm hesitant to join the team and start competing because he, he kind of, kind of invited me again. Like, hey, dude, we got club practice tomorrow. If you want in, like, there's a spot for you on the team, you know? Okay. And I want to compete. You know, that's kind of the part of the reason I'm doing it. I want to see what he can do. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I want to I want to get situated a little bit more with uh, the truck trailer and getting, uh, getting some HPD in. Yeah. So I think maybe once that dust settles down, I'll, I'll kind of reassess about joining uh, 
joining a club to yeah, actually yeah. compete for the dog sports. We'll see. That and then um, out of nowhere, dude, I got like four or five people hitting me up for dog training. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> and I always, you know, I always offered it to people that I know like, hey, you know, if you guys need help, let me know. I'll help you out. And just recently, I've been getting a lot of people starting to hit me up. Okay, okay. So I'm going to, fuck it, I'm going to start lining up some fucking training sessions. Make that money. I mean, it's not like a lot or anything, but it's if it's enough to pay for my training sessions for to go do my advanced stuff, you know, balances right. out somehow. I guess if you want to cover it up. <laughs> I mean, that's basically what it is, right? So... If it's enough for me to cover my training expenses, then at that point my training's free. Yeah, yeah. And and I'm at the same time I'm helping people with their with their dogs to make sure that uh you know they got some well behaved ones and not some rambunctious wild animals. And then PETA comes and takes their dogs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, side note, like you know, my dad breeds them, and they're the Malinois, Belgian Malinois, and you know they're they're a pretty wild breed, dude. They're not for everybody. And he actually has somebody that's returning one right now. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, he, he asked me not to really say who it was because this was a dog that he gave. He didn't sell this one. He gave this person the dog. And, you know, this person is a very influential, <laughs> at least on the gram kind of thing. You yeah. Know? So it's kind of like he gave them the dog, I I believe, more as a friendship thing and obviously probably par- partially like a promotional, like, hey, you know, help elevate my brand kind of yeah. thing, you know? And it seems like this person kind of like, uh, you know, took the selfies, had the puppy, you know? All of a sudden, the puppy ain't, you know, very cute no more when it becomes a high-energy working dog. <laughs> That's, that's the thing about IG influencing, honestly. Or just social media influence. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just thought it was kind of shitty that, you know, like all of us, they didn't keep up on any training. They didn't put hardly any work into the dog. And it's actually my dog's brother. Ooh. So I kind of, you know, I don't, I don't know if that's maybe that's why I kind of feel like a little bit more like upset about it because <laughs> I know how smart that dog could be. Or probably is, but just not, you know, there's no direction for it. Yeah. But they're they're returning the dog to my dad, and we're going to have to find another home for him. Shit. Yeah, that sucks. He's, you know, that's a lot of potential just kind of, like, tossed away from, because they just wanted a puppy, and now they don't want a puppy. Like, <laughs> or now they don't want a dog. They only wanted the puppy, you know? Yeah, yeah. But anyways, that was my weekend. It was a... A little bit hectic. We had we had a lot of stuff going on. Okay, okay. But back to our regular programming, Manny. Let's uh let's roll into some of these topics, man. Alrighty. As we all know, Forza Horizon Five just came out. Me and my buddies have been playing nonstop, even if it's risking the health of my back and my spine. Yes. Yep. Yep. So, how many hours are you logged so far? I don't even know. It doesn't keep. Tra- I don't see any counter for like it to keep well, track on that i just mean your own estimate i mean i've done quite a few all-nighters also a few all sundays saturdays friday nights so I, like honestly i can't tell you yikes okay. i can't say <laughs> i really can't say honestly that that's why you were tired all weekend <laughs> 
Yeah, my back is all fucked up right now. Joy. That yeah, that's a lot of hours. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean within the first few days, because I I got the premium package, so did my other friends and everything. So premium package gave us early access about I want to say about three or four days before official launch for everybody else. Yeah, I think it was nine, the ninth and the eleventh, right? No, fifth and then the ninth was everybody. Oh, sure, okay. Yeah, uh, so we all got early access, so we were already playing before anybody else. And yeah, I mean, we saw all the glitches or all the bugs that we could have seen throughout the game, honestly. But probably the biggest issue, situation that we saw in Forza Horizon Five was connection issues. Okay, get into the web. Mm, just more of just like being able to play with each other. Okay, like a lag or what? Just connect disconnection. It, just connection issues, trying to play together in the same lobby. Like, we could be all together in the same lobby, and then, but we'll still be loading into the, to the convoy leader's map. We'll be in the lobby, but just not on the map with the convoy leader, so we can be all together and just dick around and shit. Okay. But okay. then next, you know, I was like, okay, since we're still loading, we can still do races. So even if we're not in the map, the convoy leader can still activate a, a race. And then we can actually go about our game and play together through a race. Got it, got it, got it. And so the uh, the other big issue was we would see the connection issues kick us out of the convoys the moment we would try to start a race. Okay. So th- those are some of the issues. Our biggest complaint, though, was the radio stations. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. If, you, if, if I'm sorry, but, like, come on, Forza. If we're going to have, like this game in Mexico, at least give some Spanish stations. I like, I want some Tigres and Norte, some, some Ramon Ayala, Vicente Fernandez or something, please. You know, I don't know if I could see Vicente Fernandez with a Horizon game. Fuck it, who it, cares? It doesn't match. <laughs> but I do agree, because I went ahead and did the free 99 version from the Game Pass. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not going to spend money on it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I'll be real. I know that there's a very, very large chance that in about a week I'm going to stop playing. Really? Yeah. And I've only maybe logged about two hours in right now. Okay. One of these days I'm going to have you get on our Discord and play with us then. Okay. Yeah. No, I literally just started. I, I think I turned it on and got past the intro videos uh, on Sunday. And then maybe 30 minutes yesterday and then maybe an hour today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's all I got in there right now. But that is one thing I did notice is that the the music was annoying. <laughs> yeah, what threw me off, and I don't remember if they had it in the other in the previous game number uh, number 4 was the radio station for just classical music. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you heard that one so far yet. I have not, but I don't know why it just reminds me of a uh, I think Vice City to have like a classical music radio station on there. <laughs> but uh the interesting part about the Forza Horizon 5 is is it's basically considered a continuation from 4. Yeah, I kind of noticed they referenced you like almost like if you're already a superstar. Yeah, exactly. And it exactly. is referencing from number 4 when it was placed in London or Britain or something. Yeah, the Britain, uh, Great Britain. Got it. Yeah. And that's why it also threw us off when, like, some of the characters still had British accents. Yeah, yeah, I did notice that, <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah, right? Yeah. 
I actually, I assumed it was just like maybe the developer of that game was actually like Britain based or something. Mm -hmm. But I guess it makes sense the way they kind of did intro you, like if you were the same champ from the last time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. So, Manny, did you see the cactus that you wanted to? The cactus needles. Oh, I see them every time. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean, because isn't that one of their claims that you said you wanted to see? Um, I have not, and mainly because I've been just having so much fun just playing the game that I forgot all about that. Okay, that's that's your homework. You got to see if you can see cactus needles at what did they say, a hundred miles an hour or something? I think it was like two hundred miles per hour. Or two hundred miles an hour. Can you see the cactus needles? I'll check again okay. as long as I'm not having too much fun. Got it. <laughs> nah, but um, no, uh, but yeah, there's the connection issues, all that stuff, and it was just it's just what I what I love that Forza is doing is. They're per every day they're progressing to fix the issues and make just making the overall gameplay experience better and better, fixing these bugs and issues. That's a good sign. It definitely is. And I had a horrible time because I don't have an Xbox controller. I only have PS4 controllers. So I had to go through like five different programs just to figure out which one would work to let me play a PS4 controller <laughs> for the game. Really? Yeah. I thought they were like transferable, like... On the on the PC because you're on PC, right? Yeah, I'm on PC. Yeah, I thought that was just you were able to just transfer over to it. Uh, the game is still fairly new, so I don't think they have anything set up for that game yet. Oh, okay, it's actually with the game. Yeah. Okay, so you can use it on other stuff. Yeah, like Forza Horizon Four, easily I can play it without having to like use third party programs to be able to play it. Yikes! Okay, yeah, that's never fun. But I plan to get an Xbox controller just to dedicate it for PC gaming. There you go. Cause I tried doing the whole driving driving controls through keyboard. It's it's a nightmare. Yeah, that doesn't sound fun. <laughs> it doesn't trust me. It's a nightmare. Why not just get like a sim rig? I don't have enough room for that stuff, honestly. Uh, that's true. It is a little bit bulky. Yeah, it is a little bit bulky. I know it cramps me. Ideally, in my I would love to, but space. Is yeah, yeah. I I pulled our little. Our little uh, janky rig out of the studio and put it in the living room <laughs> to play. You do have a big radio uh, living room. Yeah, yeah, and I can just toss that thing over to the side when I'm not using it. Exactly. It just, it just doesn't look nice when there's company and stuff, and it's got to be presentable, Manny. <laughs> Fuck the company. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, how far have you gone into the game? Um, not very far. Like I said, I got two hours in. I think I got through the main little uh prologue, basically. Mm -hmm. And then that unlocked those little tickets that go towards like road racing, rally racing. Okay, okay, road. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I started doing a couple of the racing, the a couple of the events on the road racing ticket. Okay. Yeah, I mean, my piece of advice for you would be using those tickets and actually unlock every single region just so you can have the full map uh, of all the races you can ha you can have. Just because you opened up the Baja region doesn't mean you're only going to unlock Baja. You're going to unlock also a bunch of other races in that region as well. Okay. Because the Baja also has streets. They have roads and everything, not just dirt roads and dunes. Yeah, yeah. So they're going to be able to give you games. Uh, I mean, not games, but races for road racing and all that stuff. Got it. Yeah, and that's always been my little... Uh back and forth with Horizon mm -hmm. is that like I kind of enjoy more the motorsports. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm more usually in the camp of like 
Forza Motorsports rather than Horizon. Just because of the arcadey gimmickness a little bit. But I feel like the arc I mean, yes, Motorsports does give the, the like that actual serious vibe, like if you want to be like dedication towards it. Yeah. But I would say also arcade just brings about like that just overall fun and just like enjoyment to the game as well. Yeah, no, definitely. It it, it has the free roam mode where you can just go wild on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Go wild, go wherever and, and just casually go for it, which is cool. Cause I, you know, I do enjoy to do that sometimes, but I guess it's more, uh, the, not the graphics, the, uh, actual control of the car. Mm. Right. So the actual like simulation of it, I, it, it's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's wrong. I, especially when I spend so much time, like, on iRacing or Assetto Corsa, and then you yeah. jump into something like Forza uh, Horizon, and you're just like, this is so <laughs> wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, trust me, we were talking shit about that all the time, too. It was like, there's no way this car could do this. It's cruising USA. like <laughs> Right? <laughs> but it is fun in, in its own aspect, for sure. Mm -hmm. It is fun in its own aspect, especially like with all the little crazy swaps you can do. Oh, Yes. And just build some weird little off Mini Cooper with a V8 or something. <laughs> yes, yes. I have a 1945 uh, Jeep uh, military... Uh, what's it called? The Willys Jeep. The okay, 1945 yeah. military. And I got that through the wheel spin. I didn't buy it, but I made it into a drift monster. <laughs> so it's just so funny just seeing my character since it has no roof or anything. Just like you just see it, my character moving the huge steering wheel around and just shifting and stuff. And just yeah. like you just see it slide around. Doing the hand shimmy. Yes. <laughs> yes. And just just see it randomly slide around and stuff. Yes. Yes. The interiors are pretty accurate. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, obviously, I got the Fox body on mine. <laughs> yes. Yes. I, I didn't have, have no doubt on that. Yes. And, you know, I like to drive in the first person view. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, the dash looks... Perfect. Like, that's identical dash down to the gauge colors and everything. It's actually pretty cool. Actually pretty cool. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Not bad. Not bad. Um, I did build my my Mustang, and I gave it the Mexican Policia Federal livery on it. God damn. <laughs> so it's just funny me just dicking around like I'm looking for cartels or I am the cartel maybe. <laughs> no, no, you are. Yeah. You are. <laughs> and then uh, I did see something recently that was funny about Forza. Uh, apparently a guy already got a band on the game. Okay, for what? He bought one of the vans and spray painted free candy on it. <laughs> okay that's dark but that's funny yeah it's funny but like uh, yeah that's gonna get you banned sir yeah yeah i mean you could argue and say why because it <laughs> technically i don't see anything outright bad but i guess the connotation of it <laughs> that's funny yeah that's funny. <laughs> yeah, I immediately saw that on the, like the forums. So I was like, "Uh, really? This early?" But they'll allow a furry rap, huh? I did see that. <laughs> I did see that. Yes. I don't know. I'm not sure which is worse. Who knows? It'll be a Super Smash rap. That's. A <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! 
Shots fired, man. He shots fired. <laughs> I mean, that's usually what always happens, honestly. Yes, always, always. All right. Well, with that many hours that you got logged in, Manny, how long before you stop? Uh, maybe till I go paralyzed on my back. Well, I mean, you've been groaning fucking since you got here, so <laughs> it's not. I'm, I'm not. I'm not that far along. Yeah, yeah. So maybe a couple more days. <laughs> Pretty much. Yikes. Okay. Well, send me an invite to that Discord thing when you guys are on, and uh, I'll jump on with you guys. Yeah. See if yeah. I can log another hour. <laughs> no, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and um, usually we like give like an announcement in the Discord, like when we're going to jump on. So if you got the time, you'll be able to jump on with us. All righty then. Well, Manny, what's our next topic on the board? Do you remember we talked about uh, GTA Trilogy Remastered? Yes, yes, yes. So we had Vice City and then also San Andreas. And I can't remember what the third one. Uh, I think it was Grand Theft Auto 3 or 2? Um, probably 3. Okay. So you remember how like Rockstar Games was going to talk about remastering the the games and everything. Yeah. So they're finally out and it's a complete shit show. Really? Why? They really they really just made the games worse. Worse how? Uh so one of the aspects was the map is no longer scaled like how it was before. If you remember like San Andreas, you remember how big the map is, right? Yeah, yeah, more and or less. It would take you a while to get to like the desert area where the, all the casinos are, where you would consider Las Vegas, and then it would take you a while to go back to your hometown in Grove Street. In the remastered, and same with the other games as well, with Vice City and the other one, it would take you within seconds to get to the next area. Oh, so they cut off a lot of bloat area. Yes, to kind of probably probably just to reduce data size. Kind of, yeah. And just just major glitches, cars or NPCs or game characters falling through the floors into the abyss, uh, random cars crashing into NPCs during cutscenes. <laughs> and probably the most funniest shit was you would have like NPC gangbangers like for like and stuff with no shoulders. They look like fucking cone people like swaddling around like penguins and shit. <laughs> it, it's fucking amazing just seeing like gangbangers on on this game with no shoulders that's funny that's funny and they did a kind of uh or not kind of but they actually took off some some of the most famous radio stations in the game so not you can't hear most of the radio stuff like how we used to enjoy back in the day oh wow okay so they really really cut it down to try to save data size huh it kind of looks like that but it looked like they tried so hard to like remaster the game give it like that that new look and everything with new technology, new graphic designs, all that stuff, and animation, everything. But honestly, I just don't think they did it justice. You yeah, that doesn't sound like it. Some of the game mechanics as well were like, I don't know if you've ever played maybe Silent Hill Downpour? Yeah, well, yeah, no, 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 I have played that one, yeah. Do you remember like how the game was like, it's it's raining, you can barely see what's in front of you? Yeah, that was kind of its uh its purpose. <laughs> so that's how that's how it is driving in GT in the in the Grand Theft Auto remastered games. Really, you could be driving high speeds on the road. They made they made the rain look like a shower shower of sparks, just like constantly like thick, 
heavy, and you can just barely see what's in front of you when you're trying to drive. They wanted you to see uh, rain droplets at 200 miles an hour like Forza. <laughs> and so, so there was gameplay where like peop- uh, players would actually be crashing in left and right because they can't see what's in front of them when they're driving in the rain. Okay. And another issue that was going on and stuff is where you can you can do the back camera like when you're driving to see what's behind you when you're driving. But it would bug out where you would just see your character's face in zoomed in and just covering the whole screen instead of seeing what's behind you when you're driving. Nice. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's a pretty picture. I'll tell you what. With that, honestly, probably what's making this whole situation even better is that modders and people that don't work for Rockstar Games are actually fixing the game themselves. Jeez. Okay. So I saw some uh, reports where modders were actually making the rain less heavy and more enjoyable instead of just constantly just blurring your vision throughout the whole game and just fixing a bunch of other stuff. So it's just interesting how the community can fix the games, but not the company itself. Well, I mean, it was just the cash cow. It really was because they didn't let anybody review the game before official launch. Yeah, they just so so they just wanted to push the game, push the game out with anybody getting reviews out of it. So yeah, yeah, push it out, get the get the revenue in, and that's it. Get yeah. in, get out. Which did uh, call for lots of uh, requests for refunds on the game already. Fuck, I bet. So we could be seeing like another situation with uh, can't remember what the company was called, but they did the game um, Cyberpunk. Oh, yeah. Whatever happened with that one? Was there a re-release? Did it ever go back on the uh, on the network? I'll have to get back to you on that because since I never got the game, I never paid attention to it. Okay. Follow up for us on that. Okay. But yeah, that's the situation right now with the GTA trilogy. Kind of sad that they could have just like let people try the game first and review it so they can actually fix the issues before it gets into general public hands. But it, like we said, cash cow. Yeah. So, question: How much were they selling this for? Honestly, I didn't even know they came out with it. I thought it was gonna be for another while, so I never paid attention. Okay, I'm just saying because those things are so old now, they can probably get originals for, you know, like the greatest hits things are probably pretty cheap now. Yeah, I mean, I have the trilogy on the PS2. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, they have the re-releases they can get. I'm sure for pretty cheap if they wanted it on a newer console. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, and then you wouldn't have to worry about. You know, hacking off half the half the Roman uh, half of the fucking world map, basically. Yeah, yeah, and that was also a big issue as well, and especially when you're looking out off in the distance and trying to zoom in, like with scopes or anything, and you just see the textures just blend in with everything, like just become a giant blob, just seeing stuff from the distance, and then once you get up close to the areas, you just see it back to normal. Yeah, yeah. All right, Manny. We'll. That sucks. <laughs> yeah. Well, we kind of already knew it was going to be a cash cow, though. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, they've released Grand Theft Auto Five three times now. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, Come on, they're, they're not even trying no more. <laughs> they really aren't, honestly. But all right, man. And, yeah, it's about 60 bucks for the trilogy remastered. Okay, 20 bucks each at greatest hits prices. Yeah. There you go, and you got the full version already done. <laughs> like actually fully done yeah 
Very cool, Manny. Very cool. All right. Well, what else do we got on the board? And then we do have a little announcement. Uh, next week, we will be doing a review on a recommendation. It is called Death Braid. Yes, and we've had a you know we still kind of have a backlog of all these. Huh? Yeah, we do kind of. Yeah, I know. I know we kind of lagged on it for a little while, but uh, we'll try to do a little bit better of getting back on these and start you know getting some more reviews out for you guys. Mm-hmm. So that'll be upcoming. You said next week. Next week. Okay, yes. I got homework to do. <laughs> <laughs> it's a short anime. I don't think it should be too much of a problem. All right, all right. Better be short because if not, I'm gonna make you watch Excel World. I'll just make you watch One Piece then. That is not proportional, Manny. That is unfair. <laughs> <laughs> Retaliation should be proportional. <laughs> it's like, I don't look for peace. I look for problems. Oh, jeez. All right, all right. Anyways, yes, we'll be doing some more reviews again. And uh, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully we don't fall off of it and stop doing it again. <laughs> I mean, the well, only time I'm going to fall off is when my back gives out. Yeah, basically. No, we usually just get distracted by other things, and then we go, like oh, life. Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, yeah, we have that whole list we had to get through. <laughs> we'll get through it one day, one day. <laughs> All right, Manny, what else we got? All right, and then you mentioned about some crazy numbers that a Yaris is doing, right? Yes. So now that we're getting into some of these car topics, so a lot of times we, when I'm doing like... Wait, wait, wait. Forza's not a car topic? Okay, real car. Okay. Mr. Drifting uh, fucking Willie's Jeep. <laughs> <laughs> when I do a lot of the uh, Googling research, whatever you want to call it, for topics to talk about on the show, uh, there's always, always articles about like, oh, they're doing this with this car. They're modding out this car and they're putting out these dyno numbers or, oh, we brought this car and this car. We're doing track testing and drag racing between them. You know, I always tend to avoid those and kind of ignore them because it's mm-hmm. kind of like, it's like watching YouTube races, you know what I mean? Yeah. They're everywhere. There's not really much to them. There's nothing ever really exciting. They're all modded out, so it's not really speaking to anything but the builder. Mm-hmm. This one I decided to talk about. <laughs> Reason being, this is that Toyota Yaris GR. The one that Mexico got? Yes, yes, yes. This is the little three-cylinder Wait, turbo. is it on Forza? I never bothered to check on that. Ooh, that's a good question. We could verify if this is real, Manny. <laughs> As I just, you know, alluded to about Forza not being real, but all right. <laughs> Anyways, this is a the the GR Yaris three cylinder turbo, and the reason I wanted to talk about this one is because these guys are modding it, and obviously this is aftermarket parts, right? So mm-hmm. it's not real Yaris numbers, like Dino numbers, but it is still stock internals. Now, it's holding up right now on this dyno at 500 horsepower. On just stock internals? On stock internals. Oh, damn. That's, that's really, that's fucking insane, dude. <laughs> now, how much can they go further before it explodes, honestly? You know, I'm not entirely sure about that. I don't think they want to find out either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Strap metal flying to the face. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's with anything blowing up. But so, I mean, it's not like a huge, huge, huge horsepower bump. Mm -hmm. Right. As far as turbo motors go. Right. What was the stock number? That's kind of what I was getting to. So when it comes to these newer, modern turbo cars, like they're very easy to make a lot of horsepower. Mm -hmm. 
I guess what really calls my attention to this is that it's a fucking three cylinder. <laughs> Holy shit, that didn't click to me. Oh, it didn't. No, okay. It yeah, did yeah. not click to me. I was like, wait. Yeah. Oh shit. Three it's cylinder? An, it's an inline three cylinder. <laughs> God damn. So this from the factory puts out two sixty eight, which is already a fucking kind of an insane number. Yeah, it really is actually. Yeah, no, it's it's a very, very impressive number. But with that factory getting bumped up to five isn't like a huge unheard of jump, right? We can we can see that, you know, a lot of these what was it the N fifty four platform, right? That's the BMW straight six. Yeah. Those come in from the factory turboed, like I think somewhere around three hundred. And I think on stock internals they can go up to like seven. Like they could put out some pretty badass numbers. Yeah. It's honestly just the fact that it's this little tiny fucking 1.6 liter three-cylinder. <laughs> like, that's pretty fucking badass. So, with the 500 horsepower, it was able to put to the wheels at an official 473 horsepower. Damn. Obviously, it's power to weight, quote-unquote, per computer. You know, I don't, obviously, this is they haven't tried this out on the track for real time yet. But with its power to weight, they're estimating about a 10-second quarter mile out of it. I'm bringing it up just because, like, it's a lightweight small motor that can go in some lightweight little cars. How fucking cool of a tunable little motor is that going to be? Yeah. I don't know if we'll be able to even get parts for it or just get that motor out here for anything. Honestly, I don't know much about it other than that it's the little three-cylinder. Because I'm wondering if there's, like, a base model that might use the same block. Like hmm. the regular Yaris, you know? Maybe like the regular Yaris might use that same block, but maybe just swap out some internals and boost it. Okay. And you got yourself a little GR, I'm not sure. But that might be a cool little tunable little car in the in the future for some motor swaps, right? Yeah, it could be, honestly. So, yeah, fucking good on Toyota, because that's fucking badass. <laughs> Obviously, they're not the ones that modded it, but... <laughs> I mean, if you're able to put down 400 horsepower, you know, you figure you dial that back a little bit, put down 400 horsepower reliability on a three-cylinder and start swapping that into little Civics and little Corollas. (laughs) That's going to make for some fun little cars. So it almost makes you want to start looking up if if it shares like an engine block and you can swap internals or do something that's a bit more of an abundance motor out here. That's pretty much homework right there then. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's it's going to be uh I don't know, that that'll be a fun little little thing cuz uh, eventually obviously our SR20s, our B18s are or even your Toyota, your Toyota SR22s or right? Oh yeah, yeah. So eventually all these motors are going to get harder and harder to find parts for and we got to start finding out what motors are going to be our little tunable swaps later, right? Yeah. So this might be one of them. This might be one of the ones on the lookout. It'd be fucking cool. <laughs> Fuck it, just do some diesel swaps. That's a lot of weight, Manny. <laughs> well, I think that some of the trucks have smaller six-cylinder diesels now. Yeah. That they're putting out some pretty cool numbers. Be interesting. But all right, Manny. Yes, that was one of the topics I wanted to talk about. I was super excited to see a... A three-cylinder putting out 500 horsepower. (laughs) That's pretty badass. (laughs) But all right, next topic. Next topic, and I'm pretty sure everybody's already seen it so far, but the 
company Acura has finally unveiled the Integra. Yes, and the most underwhelming experience of all. <laughs> it, dude, it really was. Now, and, and I mean, this isn't so much about like, I guess, jumping on this bandwagon of hate on it. Because mm-hmm. in all reality, it's not like an ugly, ugly car. But they could have done better. Well, yeah, it's just it, it's it was to me it was lazy. It, they literally took the Civic chassis, the Civic motor, and then they attached Acura tail and headlights. I don't know. The the car looks to me like a mixture of the Accord and a Genesis. Sure. But I mean its platform is literally the Civic platform. Yeah, yeah. So like it, it's literally literally just a rebadged Civic that they're going to charge more for. It looks too beefy compared to the how the Integra was compared to other Civics back in the day. I don't know. Well, I mean, they're all beefy compared to the stuff back in the day. But, I mean, <clears throat> you know, the Civic has its SI, mm-hmm. but its base model has always been, you know, the Civic, the Citizen, right? That's like that's a, kind of what it translates to. It's the Citizen's car, the, the people's car, right? So it's always had kind of a mundane design. So it's forgivable in that sense, right? Everybody can kind of expect that from a Civic. Yeah. Now, the Integra, even though they had, like, a lot of parts that were shareable, right? That's kind of what made them kind of cool. It's kind of like they were Legos. You can always swap stuff over from one side to another, which is fine. You know, share some really cool similarities in the chassis, suspension work, drivetrain, whatever, right? But the Integra was always meant to be sportier, you know? It, this was a, a little bit too close of a comparison. Mm. Way too close of a comparison. Especially because, like... When they first brought the Integra out here, it was something more or less new, right? Mm-hmm. And now it has a reputation. It has a following. It kind of has something to prove. <laughs> it's not just being tossed out there and seeing what's going to happen and trying to and trying to lift the brand up in the American market. It already has its reputation. It does. It does. So I, I think that's why we're seeing the fallout we are. Because, you know, it's not ugly, it's just not what people wanted for the Integra. Pretty much. And what's funny enough is that our buddy Leo, uh, he made some really funny comments and talking shit to, uh, to Acura about the car. And Acura actually banned him on IG. Oh, they blocked him. Yeah, they, blo- <laughs> yeah, they blocked him. What was the final... Do you know what the final straw that got him blocked was? No, I didn't even know what he was saying. And um, then I just saw the story that, oh, Acura ban- blocked me on IG. I was like, oh, the fuck is this true is like yeah that's funny so i went to their instagram and saw their post on it mm-hmm. and oh dude it was it was hard it was hard to watch so going through the comments you'll see everybody everybody kind of trash talking it or making their you know the negative comments right yeah and then hidden within the the negative comments that have you know hundreds and hundreds of likes on those comments right yeah there's a sporadic, you know, five, I think I saw five or six comments of like, hey, I really love it. It looks great. <laughs> and it has like four or five likes and Acura commented on every single one. Of those ones. Of those ones. Wow. <laughs> but they ignored all the other ones. They ignored the hate? Absolutely ignored it. They're not going to address it. I I honestly 
think they are just not going to address it at all. Like how BMW addressed the buck tooth by saying, okay, boomer. Exactly. Exactly. You know, when BMW, you know, became the ultimate biting machine, <laughs> they actually kind of like uh, combated it, right? They combated the criticism, said, no, no, it's the future. You guys are just stuck in the past, whatever. And mm-hmm. even the designer doing interviews and talking about the design, right? I don't expect this from Acura. I honestly think they're going to straight kind of cover their eyes, Cover their ears, go la 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 la, and just keep moving forward. <laughs> I can see that actually. I, I'm almost sure that's gonna happen. And I don't know if this is like a part of the same team, but like I started getting like advertisements for Acura. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> and one of them was for their uh L their TSX or their L L I L X or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't really follow Acura that much. Me neither. But uh, it had the type S, and the advertisement said S is for sport. <laughs> that was just very, very lazy. Right, right. So it's kind of like, man, if this is how they're choosing, you know, if this is their, this is their promotion team, right? This is their advertising team. Okay, maybe they didn't go all out and spend the money on a good design team. Yeah. They recycled, reused, and just, yeah, it, it's it's actually a really, really underwhelming. And with this, I'm almost positive that if they make a Type R or a Type S version of the Integra, it's going to be a rebadge Civic. I can definitely see it, actually, too. Right? Yeah. It's going to be a rebadge Civic Type R. Guaranteed it's going to be a rebadge Civic Type R. There, There's no way they're going to pay for any more innovation or any more design or any more anything. Oh, I, yeah. Just seeing this alone and seeing how they literally recycled the exact same stuff, like, yeah, that's going to be underwhelming. Sucks because I was really getting excited that there was so much new coming out. Like, Toyota's doing actually really good with that, uh, with their 8.6. Yes, they are. Nissan with their 400. That's stick. Yes, that's stick. I know Toyota has a, a couple other rumors actually going around with, uh, you know, potentially bringing back an MR2. For Mexico only. Shut the fuck up, man. Don't <laughs> fucking jinx it. <laughs> but, yeah, like, I was really excited to see this again. I was like, all right, well, they're stepping into the game, and, and we'll get some more of these, you know, JDM sport cars coming out, you know, but no, sadly, that's not the case. <laughs> that is not the case. I mean, we still have the Civic, but it's kind of like it's almost like the same thing. Mm-hmm. They're not really bringing anything new to the field anymore. Yeah. So it, it seems like the main one to be excited for is still going to be the 400. That looks like it's going to be a really fun one still. No, I hope so. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I did want to bring up one other thing. <laughs> okay. Like I said, the chassis itself is the Civic, mm-hmm. right? They're just swapping out like some bumper headlights, taillights, right? And engine is the Civic. The Integra is getting all this hate right now. Even though like a lot of the articles you're seeing right now is like real, real, real fluff wear. 
like a lot of these a lot of these articles out on it right now are just talking about how innovative and how great it is to have this sport compact come in yep. and you know <laughs> yep i see it i see it all the time oh yeah but oddly enough the one that gets the most praise is the civic so it's literally like i see all these integra articles and then i just see the civic and it says like unnecessarily excellent and think about when the Civic redesign happened. It's it's essentially the same fucking car. Yeah. They don't look that much different. You know, you change the headlights and grill, you know. And everybody go looked at the Civic and they said, oh, it looks more mature. It looks better. It looks a little bit more toned down. Like, you know, it looks good. It, it, it was received a lot better. So it's kind of like, it, it's kind of funny that the reputation itself is going to affect how you're going to see it. And that's kind of like where I stand. Like I said, it's it's not an ugly car, but the Integra has a reputation that they did not, they didn't they didn't give it due justice. Yeah, they did not give it due justice. If you're gonna you know if you're gonna bring it back, bring it back right. But like I said, I'm pretty sure they're gonna close their eyes and just do it anyways. I don't I don't see any addressing or anything coming out of it. It could be wrong. It'd be interesting to see the designer come out and defend it like. Like a uh, BMW did, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because they want to defend the buck tooth. Yeah, <laughs> that'll be for great content. I'm for it. I hope they come out and defend it. <laughs> but anyways, Manny, let's move on to our next topic. All right, and then we have a man named Bob Badara. Oh, I don't even know how to spell Bondurant. Bondurant. Okay. Okay. So, I guess you don't remember that name. <laughs> no. 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 All right, so do you remember there was a racetrack um, in school? It was a driving school in Arizona. Oh, yes, Remember yes, there was a yes. whole na- name transfer. Somebody else bought it out and wanted to continue the school because mm-hmm. it had a whole reputation from this ex-racer that started the school initially. Yes. That is Bob Bondurant. So I wanted to talk a little bit about him um, and his life, right? So... It is super, super unfortunate, but uh, Bob uh, Bob Bondurant has actually passed away. When? So he passed away last Friday on the 12th. November 12th? Yes. Okay. So just like a quick little synopsis about him to kind of some pay some respects for him, right? Mm-hmm. So he was born in April 27th, 1933. Uh, Bob was actually one of the old school racers. He raced alongside like Carl Shelby. Okay. So this is back in the day. They did all the European tours for all the major sport car companies, all of the major manufacturers, F1 racing. Um, you know, I don't, I'm sure you remember obviously, but if for the listeners don't remember, we did do some unaccepted stories where we kind of went through some deep, deeper dives into things. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. The, yes. On the car history. History in general, but yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I can kind of go through these and maybe make a separate episode for him where I can probably do over an hour for him. <laughs> but just to kind of get a quick synapse of him, right? Um, He he pretty much first started his racing, racing Corvettes, uh, winning the LA, uh, LA Times Grand Prix in 1962. Uh, from there, he kind of started racing with a uh, racing for Carl Shelby. He used to compete against him, but he started racing for Carl Shelby and uh, switched over to Cobras. Right, these are the Cobra Roadsters at the time. Yeah, and uh, he went through um, 
uh, Europe. He went through everything from going all through the Nurburgring to uh, the Targa Florio and even going through the Daytona, the Le Mans. He actually also raced in the uh, GT40 Mar- uh, Mark One. He raced for Ferrari. He went through everywhere for Ford for everybody. So it's it's crazy. He has a huge pedigree for all this kind of stuff, right? Unfortunately, there was a crash um, in 1967, and that kind of ended his racing career. So with his racing career done, he kind of moved on to instruction. So he started uh, coaching, like driving coaching for uh, for movies. So he did the Grand Prix movie, and then he went on to start what we were just talking about was the Bondurant School of High Performance Driving. What state was that again? I remember we said it was uh, like, Arizona. Arizona. Okay, I knew it was one of the desert states. Yeah, yeah. So this was, uh, he opened that school in 1968. He opened that actually after instructing with Carl Shelby as well, too. Okay. So he's actually went through and, actu- and got to coach even people like uh, Robert Wagner, Paul Newman, all kinds of people, dude. And, you know, his school was world famous for a, a long, long, long time. Unfortunately, um, in recent history, they ended up filing bankruptcy. So there was like a whole big old thing about um, accusations of mismanagement and things, but they declared bankruptcy in 2019. Uh, we did some reports on the next people who bought the the track afterward, right? And we'll still continue doing instruction, correct? Yes, yes. Now it's under a new name, uh, the Radford Racing School. Yes. So it's still going on. It's still it's still an instruction area, but obviously not under his name anymore. But he has passed away now at the age of 88. He has a huge pedigree and a huge inter- interesting life of what he did and where he was. He was actually, it's it's funny when you kind of go through all these races and all these different people he raced with or for or teams, like everywhere that we have seen or talked about, he was somewhere in those lines too, you know? Yeah. So like even with uh, Carl Shelby and, and uh, the Le Mans with the GT40s, he was there on that team, you know, he was driving over there through all these movies from back in the days. He was instructing all these guys too, so... It's very unfortunate for to have these passings, but you know, with with that respect, that was uh Bob Bondurant. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, we can go to Radford School of Racing and you know pay homage with a track day out there. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be that would be pretty fun to do. No, it would be honestly. Yeah, yeah. There, there's actually a bunch of tracks I want to do in Arizona, but that's besides the point. All right, Manny, what else do we got, bud? And we do have some announcements on upcoming toy drives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we do have the holidays coming, and with that, we're going to have a lot of canned food drives for Thanksgiving. There's a lot of toy drives for Christmas. So Arc Movement isn't doing one, huh? You know what? I'm not sure. I have not seen anything. Maybe, uh, maybe we'll reach out to Mike and maybe get the inside scoop if he has something planned out. Yeah. Because you know they always try to do it big. But uh, with that... Just like we did for Halloween and all that kind of stuff, we'll try to see and get on top of some of these events. We'll try to post some on the social media and kind of get these going, and hopefully you guys can all attend some and do some donations. Remember mm-hmm. that our, you know, our hobby is a very lucky one, and there's some that aren't as lucky as us. I definitely. So, 
first event does not have donations though. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, this is a Gearhead Society. They're collabing with uh, Cars and Anime, Senpai Saturdays, Be My Secret. I don't really know who some of those are. But that's going to be November 20th from uh, 12 p.m. to 5 p.m. Elysian Park in Los Angeles. I'll, we'll be posting the flyers for all this stuff too. And then also we have on the 20th as well, and this is going to be in National City, the Cars and Coffee. And I will post that one as well, but that's going to be obviously uh, like San Diego area for that one. Mm-hmm. And then we have Otaku Nights. It's a Los Angeles pop-up night market. And this is going to be a three-day event. That's going to be November 26th, November 27th, and November 28th. So I'm guessing on Friday through Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So on the 26th, it'll be from 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. On the 27th, Saturday, it's going to be 12 p. 12 p.m. to 8 p.m. And then on Sunday, it'll be 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. And again, obviously, this is, like I said, it's in Los Angeles. We'll be posting the flyer for that one as well. And lastly, we have the branded toy drive. That's going to be December 18th. And that's going to be at the K1 Speed in Ontario. Oh, okay. So that'll, that'll be a fun one. We can go yeah. over there and do some karting too. Yeah. Which, uh, speaking of karting, we do have the uh, Survive the 25 Challenge. This was something put together by 91 Octane, Garage Heroes in Training, Slip Angle, Race SF Pod. I think there's one other one. There's that's a group a uh, group of them. I've been, I'll be posting it on the account as well. Mm. And basically, it's something about keeping all of us. You know, nothing nothing does better than competition to help keep us accountable. <laughs> 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 so originally, I guess it was supposed to be about losing some weight. 25 being 25 pounds. I don't know, man. Those tamales look good on holidays. Oh, dude, don't remind me about that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it's supposed to be, you know, be better as a driver, shed some weight, drop it, right? Obviously, it'd be boring if it was just that. And I'm not going to lie. If it was just that, I'd completely ignore it and not participate. <laughs> okay, I have a question for you. What's that? Red salsa tamales or green salsa tamales? <laughs> all right hold on hold on how much do i have to exercise to eat both like <laughs> as much as you want got it got it got it all right well so it's not just um oh everyone's racers podcast mm. that was the last one sorry about that uh so it's not just the weight loss thing it's also going to be doing it re- reading at least five racing books so they actually help sharpen your mind and get better out on the track right um and also to race at least five karting races or five simulation races those have to be at least an hour okay so it's kind of like all right so it's some form of practice besides shedding some weight for the race car right it's some form of practice whether it's with practicing with your mind and getting some seat time even you know the best ways you could for the season right now. Cause I know some of these podcasts are out on the East coast where it's, uh, going to be getting frozen. <laughs> it's going to be getting frozen and they don't have a uh, year round track weather. Like we do. They don't have California weather. Yeah. Basically, basically it's November and it's still hot. What the fuck? 
I don't know. It's kind of cold in the morning for me at least. <laughs> but, you know, I'm Californian, so I get cold at like 60. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm going to be trying it. And uh, if anybody is interested in trying it, uh, 91 podcast, 91 Octane Podcast has a has a thing for it. You set up with the hashtag, and I think they're planning to hunt people down and get them added to the board on Garage Hero and Training's website. Or you can DM them, and they'll get you added to the site too. Okay. So part of it is that there is some uh, rewards. You know, they're going to be doing some swag for whoever wins it, right? Which I still need to reach out about getting some swag that we can donate into it to kind of add us in there. But there I'll, is some swag. I'll donate some tamales to the to the prizes. This guy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'll reach out there and donate some swag to add to this competition. And I think with that, Manny, that is our episode. Definitely. Why don't you tell the listeners where they can find us? Yeah, you can definitely find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at UnacceptedPod. And we do have a website, UnacceptedPod.com. And be sure to like, subscribe, leave a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. And if you want to send an Unaccepted Red, which is what you heard at the beginning of this podcast, or just send us an email for anything else, you can email us at UnacceptedPodcast at gmail.com. And with that, we'll see everybody next Wednesday. 